Today's episode is sponsored by the American Chemistry Council. Chemistry creates, America competes. I'm Annie Reese. This is Politico Dispatch. It's been more than two weeks since the CDC first announced its new guidance and created a bit of an uproar. You are seeing this frustration mount. Today, we're entering year three of the pandemic and things are still this bad. Alice Miranda Olstein, on the first oversight hearing since Omicron became the dominant strain in the U.S., where fed up lawmakers demanded answers. This hearing was like previous oversight hearings of the Biden health team in some ways. You had the now standard Rand Paul and Anthony Fauci yelling at each other show. (laughs) You had Democrats heaping praise on the Biden administration. This is difficult work, and uh, we appreciate your public service. And complaining about conservatives spreading conspiracy theories and misinformation about COVID. But there were it seemed really different in tone to me. You had a lot more Democrats joining Republicans in criticizing the Biden administration, saying they need to do better, saying that their constituents are confused and frustrated about the CDC guidance, but also about testing shortages and school closures and so many other things. Mm -hmm. It had the feeling that they had really run out of patience and they really wanted to know why and when they can expect things to get better. And you wrote in a piece rehabbing the hearing that it's clear there's just a huge messaging problem here. Yeah. So like you mentioned, the change in CDC guidance where they cut in half their longtime recommendation that people who test positive for COVID isolate for 10 days, they said now it can just be five, but yeah, and you don't have to test to get back into society. But if you do happen to test and you test positive, then you should isolate for longer. But if you don't, then you can go out, but you have to wear a mask. But we're all supposed to be wearing masks anyways. And so right. de- Democrats said, OK, here is your chance to clear this up. People are confused. And what we got was basically more confusion. I mean, the policy itself is confusing. It's long. It's convoluted. It depends on people having like a subjective evaluation of their own symptoms. We've all done that over the past like three years. Is it allergies or COVID? Like who's to say? Absolutely. Every time I have a scratchy throat, I'm like, oh God, here it comes. And so they basically did not clear it up. And I think that's why you're seeing all of these memes, you know, making fun of the CDC. And I think underneath that humor is a real frustration and a sign that people are not trusting this institution, which, you know, is really dangerous at this point in the pandemic. So I thought that was really revealing. And I also think that Democrats were also pushing the other big area is testing. There's obviously a shortage. We've all been waiting in these long lines. We've all been waiting once we get tested too many days for results so that the results aren't really useful for helping us plan our lives. Schools are scrambling to get enough tests to be able to know whether they can open or which students need to isolate and stay home so everybody else can remain in the classroom. And it's really hard to find those rapid antigen tests. Absolutely. And those shortages are bringing back some of the really terrible disparities we've seen since the beginning of the pandemic, where the people who are able to access the tests are the people who have time to wait in line in the middle of the day or have time to refresh a website over and over or pay extra. And so 
They got some answers from the Biden administration on where things stand on testing. And the Biden administration is doing a lot to try to relieve these problems. But they were pretty blunt that, you know, it's not going to meet the current high demand anytime super soon. They have this plan to buy 500 million rapid tests. They've only bought 50 million of them so far. And those are going to go out by the end of January. But the rest are, you know, on the way in the coming months. But by the time that happens, the current surge might be over or on the way down. So it it's a really mm-hmm. tough situation. And I think that Democrats' frustration was palpable in the hearing. Can you talk me through a couple of the most revealing exchanges from the congressional hearing? One moment that caught my attention, uh, Senator Bob Casey. Let me start with a question for Dr. Walensky. Asked CDC Director Rochelle Walensky to... But please explain what point you were making. Explain and sort of defend herself. A comment she made in a recent TV interview has been getting a lot of attention and generating a lot of blowback, which she said she was encouraged by the fact that most people who are now dying from COVID have underlying health conditions. People who had at least four comorbidities. So really, these are people who were unwell to begin with. And yes, really encouraging news in the context of Omicron. She said in the hearing that that remark was taken out of context. And what she really meant was she was really encouraged that the current vaccines we have are holding really strong against the new variant. That's good news. They're preventing deaths and hospitalizations in millions of people right now. That is unarguably a good thing. But when people heard her say that, they felt, especially in the disability community, I've seen a real backlash and people felt that they were sort of throwing those communities under the bus and not taking their needs into account and saying, well, um, you know, it's encouraging that this is helping healthy people and too bad for everyone else. Yeah. I would also suggest and and, and maybe even ask you to to spend sometime meeting with leaders from both the disability and aging communities to, to walk through what you just walked through and even expand beyond that. We're already planning. Thank you. Thanks very much. You know, you had the chair of the committee, Senator Patty Murray from Washington State, really pressing the health officials to give straight answers on the change in guidance. Okay, I, I appreciate the background, but I just want to know straightforward on the testing shortages. What are you doing to address the frustrations and challenges we are hearing about COVID testing? A key one for me was they were asked why the change in guidance happened. There is a widespread perception that it was for supporting the economic interests of companies and making people go back to work faster rather than the health of those workers. And the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, admitted, acknowledged that it was really both. Where we were hearing from hospitals that they were their staff were going out and that they were in a real crunch in terms of beds. They had plenty of beds, but they didn't have staff to, to staff them. But she argued that even the economic argument for shortening the isolation guidance has a health component because they want especially healthcare workers to get back to work faster so that there aren't the horrible staff shortages that we're seeing in hospitals right now. You know, you don't want people to, you know, be turned away from a hospital because of staff shortages. And that's the risk we're running into. But I think acknowledging that there were economic considerations in mind when this guidance was formed 
risks further eroding people's trust in the CDC as an institution. Yeah. One of the interesting things that you wrote about was the tightrope that Democrats are walking politically because they are really critical of these health officials and decisions in the Biden administration and this confusing CDC guidance. But they don't want to be overly critical and kind of create a political pylon. So can you talk about that dance? Yeah, that was really evident in the hearing. You had Democrats you know, being critical of the Biden officials and demanding answers. But once you had their Republican colleagues really come out swinging with these broad attacks, then you saw Democrats kind of rally around and get defensive and say, everyone knows you're doing your best, Dr. Fauci. You know, no one's questioning your credibility and and sort of caveating their questions and criticisms in a lot of praise and, you know, defense of of what the administration is trying to do and what they're up against, some of which is perfectly fair. This virus is evolving. It's, it's not Joe Biden's fault that there is a new variant. Obviously, how the administration responds to it is within its power. President Biden is planning to give a speech today on the state of the pandemic. What are you expecting to see? So it'll be interesting because something that was really apparent in the hearing is that these health officials are really good at laying out the science. They're not really good at translating it for regular people, including Mm -hmm. members of Congress. I mean, Mitt Romney broke in at one point and said, please let us know what it means to be exposed. You keep saying people who are exposed. What does it even mean to be exposed? We're all sitting in this hearing room. We're in a room right now. I sure I'm sure someone here has Omicron. Are we all exposed? It's likely someone in here has it. Are we all exposed? And therefore need to get tested. And so if you, if you have these senior members of Congress saying, you know, I don't even understand what these terms mean, that really means that the communication of these health agencies has to improve. Of course, Joe Biden, you know, has a reputation for being, you know, Scranton Joe and being straight talker and more casual in his language. And so we'll see if he can be more successful and maybe make some of this new guidance make sense to the average person. I also think we'll be listening for updated guidance, potentially on masks. There's a lot of concern right now that the government has not updated its recommendation for people to wear higher quality masks. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, at the beginning of the pandemic, all we could get were handmade cloth masks. That's not the case anymore. And masks like N95s or KN95s do offer a lot better protection when you're indoors than around people. And the government has not really move to encourage people to wear those higher quality masks that we could see more of that. We could see some more answers on testing because they're well aware that this is a frustration for people. Alice Miranda Olstein, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Glad to talk. Also today, U.S. consumer prices jumped 7% in December from the previous year. It's the highest inflation rate in 40 years and the latest evidence that rising costs for food, gas, rent, appliances, and other necessities are increasing pressure on America's households. And Politico's Brian Bender reports that the Biden administration is considering ending several nuclear weapons programs that were originally greenlit by the Trump White House. The Nuclear Posture Review is expected to be completed as early as next month. The move comes as an internal debate over the nation's atomic arsenal enters its final phase. Today's episode of Politico Dispatch included music composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. 
Be sure to follow Politico Dispatch if you haven't yet. And if you can, leave us a rating and review. It helps more people find the show. I'm Annie Reese. Thanks so much for listening.